Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we're going to be studying in 1 Corinthians chapter number 10, and this will be our third Bible study in this 10th chapter of the book of First Corinthians. Now, if you've missed any of our Bible studies, what you need to do is download the podcast. Be a subscriber to Striving for Revival, the podcast. You say, where can I find it? I'm so glad you asked. You'll find the podcast wherever you find podcasts. You say, where is that? I have no idea. Just look it up. But Spotify, iTunes, wherever it is, you'll find it there. Type in Striving for Revival. And when you subscribe, it's all free. You'll have access to all of the Bible studies that we have done. That's not just one or two. I'm talking about many, 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 many. There's plenty of content for you via the podcast. That way, if you miss or if you just catch us or if you need to re-listen, the podcast makes provision for all of that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul has been giving a little history lesson to his brethren. He's looking back to the nation of Israel to give an example and make an application for the Christians in Corinth. No doubt he's writing to them. They have been saved. Some of them are Gentiles. Many have been saved out of Judaism. They're familiar with this Hebrew uh, history. And so Paul reminds them about Israel, how they followed Moses, and they were led by the cloud and crossed to the Red Sea and ate the manna from heaven and drank from the rock in Horeb. He said, but in spite of all that, verse 5, God was not well pleased. With many of them, God was not well pleased. And here's why God was not well pleased. They had every, oh my, they had every spiritual advantage. They had every opportunity. God provided for them every uh, open door to be able to please him. And still yet, they fell. They, they, they messed up. They sinned. And the Bible said, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. You study it out. There were times that they were disgruntled. There were times that they flat out compromised. They turned their heart away from God. They got wrapped up in a sin of different stripes. Uh, they murmured and they complained. And because of that, they were overthrown in the wilderness. They were judged there. They uh, were dealt with there. They fell there. Many of them died and did not get to cross over into the promised land. And the reason that God recorded that history was to give us an example. In verse 6, in fact, Paul says that. He said, now these things were written, uh, things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. He's saying these things were recorded for us, They've been preserved for us so that we might sit in the classroom of history and we can learn from Israel's failures, and that would will enable us to not repeat them. I think I mentioned this last broadcast. America would do well to sit and study in the classroom of Rome or Greece or 
the Persian Empire and others and study Genghis Khan, all these other Hitler in Germany. I mean, all these empires, these world powers that fell. And help us, Lord, not to follow in those footsteps. I, I, I've heard the statement you have too. History is destined to repeat itself. And may that not be the case. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't really see America much in Bible prophecy, so maybe it will happen. But uh, America would do well to understand what led Rome, what led these other nations uh, into uh, weakness and utter failure, and try to avoid the same. So the same thing's true for the Christian. God has given you and I an example in the Bible throughout the Old Testament, example after example of different situations. Every area of life, every dilemma of life, every problem of life, I promise you, you'll find some sort of a lesson, some sort of an admonition, some sort of advice inside the covers of the Bible. So God literally gave us this so that we would follow uh, the Word of God and not maybe follow the example of those who did poorly and then follow the examples of those who did well. Now, Paul said, here's their issue. They lusted after evil things. Now, Paul is writing to a church in Corinth that has its fair share, more than its fair share of issues. You talk about a church with problems, this is one of those. This church is dealing and battling with different sin and different division and uh, different uh, uh, aspects of carnality. It's got a bad testimony on the outside. They're trying to cover up sin on the inside. They're too prideful to deal with it. So this church has its issues. So Paul is about to preach to them via history. And he said, here's some evil things. And all of these evil things, by the way, that Israel dealt with and fell because of, they're evident, they're found, some are even prevalent in the church at Corinth. All right, so Paul said, here's your example. You do well to pay attention. Verse 7, here are these evil things. Number one, neither be idolaters. So the very first issue is the issue of idolatry. Idolatry can be the actual worship of a man-made or fashioned image, or idolatry can be the sense where you just put anything in your life ahead of God. So he says, neither be idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Now, no doubt he's referring to the idolatry of the golden calf. They literally fashioned a God after their own liking. They took the earrings and the jewelry off of the women and the children, and they melted that gold down, and Aaron, under pressure, caved and compromised and fashioned them a golden calf. They began to say, this, he said, this, this be your God that brought you out of Egypt. What blasphemy uh, that is. And they worshiped that image of a cow. Talk about bringing Egypt with you. They worshiped the image of uh, the golden calf, as though it were God. That's idolatry. But also in the last part of this verse, it mentions about eating and drinking and playing. That is the idolatry that's so prevalent in America, is it not? We don't worship, even Christian people, we don't worship an idol of, of stone or wood. We don't worship an idol carved out and placed on a mantle. Our idol is our salary. Our idol is luxury. Our idol is... Uh, recreation, fun, play, drink, eat, 
rest. We make an idol out of those things. And can I say, it doesn't matter if you're in a deep, dark jungle worshiping a stone or if you're in America and go to church every Sunday, except for those you want to go to Disney World, say amen right there, and you worship your paycheck and your overtime and your Tesla and your house. It's idolatry and it's sin either way. Number one, idolatry. Avoid it. Number two, Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and twenty thousand. That references that time when Balaam turned on Israel, and the Moabites sent those loose women in there, and uh, Israel committed sin, and in total, 24,000 died, but in one day, Paul makes reference, 23,000 men were killed. Why? Because of fornication, the sin of the flesh. So he said, avoid that. Now, that was prevalent in Corinth. In the Corinthian church, there was fornication and adultery happening, sin like that taking place. And Paul said, you remember the example. Don't forget the example. God killed a bunch of people. Amen. God judged a bunch of people for that, and he'll do the same today. Now no, the next, neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. That's that illustration when they were mad at God and murmured against God, and those fiery serpents came into the camp of Israel and bit many, and they perished. He said, don't tempt Christ by murmuring, saying he's not good enough, he doesn't bless us enough, he doesn't answer my prayers, he's not doing what I think he ought to do, and doubt and get disgruntled and, and, and mad at the Lord. Don't do that. Now the next one, neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Murmur and just complaining about everything, never satisfied, never happy, never fulfilled, always thinking God should uh, give you a little bit more, you're owed something from somebody, the victim mentality, that's where a murmurer comes from uh, somebody who just thinks they, they've not been done right. You know what? You have not been done right. You've been done wrong. If you got done right, you'd been in hell. God did us wrong. Thank God <laughs> he gave us salvation. We're going to get to go to heaven. We don't deserve that. We ought not be headed that way, but we are. Neither murmur ye. So think about it. The apostle addresses that error. Uh, think about Korah. Korah murmured against Moses. You take too much upon you. I could do this job maybe better than you could. Moses, you're an old fogey. Why don't you take a seat and let me take over for a little while? And God opened up the earth and swallowed them. They all went down to hell that day. And he's given us an admonition. These things weren't written to take up paper. These things didn't happen just to fill up space in scripture. These are our example. God did judge it. God will judge it. Idolatry, fornication, tempting Christ, murmuring against the leadership. God has and God will judge those involved in those things. That's all of our time for today. Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.